This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by Black Belt CBD. If you're into CBD products, or you want to try CBD products, or you're scared to try them, and you don't want to waste too much money, I could help you all today by using the promo code THEPODCAST25 with a capital D. So go to blackbeltcbdproducts.com, use that promo code, you'll get 25% off. They have all sorts of CBD products from tonics to rub-ons, anything you need or want for athletes, for everyday people, it doesn't matter. You could check out what they have there. They ship within North America. And if you're a woman, that's what happens to be listening to the show, go to poppyapparel.com, use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. They ship worldwide if you spend more than $50 and you'll get 10% off on anything that is at poppyapparel.com. And that is for any woman that likes to shop online. They have everything from top to bottom, anything you need, want, any shape, size, it doesn't matter. So go to poppyapparel.com, use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. And I'm proud to announce this week I have a, a new sponsor, which is First Row Collectibles. So go to firstrow.ca if you are into wrestling collectibles, autographs, comic books, action figures, sports cards, or anything of that sort. Go to firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20. You'll get 20% off. And best thing about this is it's a Canadian store, so everything is in Canadian funds, and they do ship worldwide as well. All right, so let's get into this week's guest. Because he is a returning guest. He is hip-hop producer extraordinaire. Owner and CEO of Ocean Shore Management. Owner and CEO of Ocean Records. He also partners with Sony Music, Mr. Ruben Ocean. Yo, yo. <laughs> We're rolling, I assume. <laughs> of course we are. We're back. What's up, my friend? Perfect. Glad to be back. Thank you very much for having me back on the podcast. I love this podcast. Thanks, man. And of course, always happy to have you back on. It's just, oh, here we go. Already starting off on a good note. I'm getting fucking texts and tweets and shit. That's how we roll here. Everyone knows. I haven't done that in a while, actually. I've been pretty good. So that that's a one-off there. But anyways. Yeah, fair enough. What's going on with you, my friend? It's been a while. You've been doing a lot of crazy and new things. You're not just producing anymore. You're doing other shit. Talk to me, man. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad that you took note of that. Um... I'm, I'm I'm definitely still, I guess, making beats just as frequently as I was. It's just not as much of a focus on it, I guess, on my social media because of Ocean Shore Management. So Ocean Shore Management being a company I started oh, about 10 days ago, to be honest. Oh, wow. um, well, at least the website came out about 10 days ago, but things were in the works for a little bit. Um, so I've actually taken more of a manager role right now, although the production is still a pretty big part of it. Um, just not uh, getting promoted like it used to right now. Oh, that's pretty cool. So how did all this come to be? What was the trigger point for you to spring this all into motion? Um, well, I did. I Like, I was rolling with Ocean Records for a bit. Okay. And I thought that that, that was the thing. It was like Ocean Records, I was going to put out music i guess with these artists and work with these artists and 
it just happened so organically that I was working with these artists so much on production that I just started to manage these artists. So once I once I just formed three relationships with artists like that, okay. um, I was just like, well, I, like I guess it's time to make a management business here to kind of make everything official. So it actually just kind of started taking off, and, and that's why I started the business and the website. So how many people are is under your banner so far? Right now I have three clients. Oh, that's cool. Are you obliged to talk about it? Can you say anything? Are they performers yeah, course, or is it, okay go for it um yeah definitely performers my first client um is let's go los he's a producer um he was actually the first client that i had shouts out to him he's an awesome producer um my second client his name is bt zanta he's from london england oh nice um yeah he actually came to toronto not too long ago to meet me work on some stuff here um it was great well not here i'm not in toronto but i was um, and my third artist, who is from Toronto, um, the third client I have, his name is Count Classy. Um, so he's also a rapper. He's like in the very early stages, and we're going to get things rolling. So for the next couple months, I'm actually not even accepting new clients just because I want to work with these ones so hands-on right. um, for the next couple months until things get rolling. So it's been busy. It's been great. No, that's smart, too, because you don't want to have too much on your plate and then you just fucking sink instead of swim right yeah exactly so i'm, I'm looking for looking for more longevity um with these artists so I'm, I'm more interested in in quality clients um opposed to just as many as i can get type of thing and then obviously moving forward once the shit explodes you do want to have more and go global and do all that share correct absolutely absolutely that's for sure the plan. And, and that's why I'm taking my time with it. So I don't get overwhelmed and I just kind of build things brick by brick and, and see how things go. Like three months ago, I was like just a producer. Right. Um, now the ocean shore management thing is rolling. So things have, things have definitely been interesting. No, that's cool. And another thing that you've been doing is partnering up with Sony. Yeah. So sure. how, how, how cool is that? Like what projects have you already dropped with Sony? If you're allowed to talk about it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can definitely talk about it. Um, like I do, I did do a mixtape with an artist named Rev's Raps. Um, it was well, his, yeah. His name is his name's either Rev or Rev's Raps. I think he, right. he, he goes by both. Um, but yeah, either way, his whole project was like uh, put out by Sony, like distributed by Sony. Right, right. Um, and I produced that whole mixtape, except for one song on it. I also had some vocals on there too. That was a really cool project. Uh, we've also done a bunch of other singles um, with Sony. Um, I'd say the biggest thing thus far, though, would be the video game Days Gone. Okay. Um, it's like a PlayStation exclusive. Right. Uh, they put one of my songs in there, so that that was huge for sure. Okay, I gotta know which song is it because one of my close friends, and he's actually a co-host of the show too, Pedro. He's been on a few times. Has literally platinum that yeah. game. And he, he he didn't see it in the credits or anything, and he, and I told him to look out for the song. But obviously, it's not going to say, unless it has your trademark Ruben Ocean at the beginning of it, but where is it in, exactly in the game so people could find it? Do you know? In the, yeah, yeah. In the game, it's like if you get on your motorcycle, if you upgrade your motorcycle and get a radio, it's one of the like old-school-style songs that plays there. And it's, it's called Trending. Trending. Okay, there you go. So for all yeah. you people, now you could go find it if you're playing Days Gone because that's a, that's a big hit, man. That's nice to have under your belt. For sure, I I, uh, I like that. I've had people like send me footage of my song playing in the game while they're playing, which is cool. I only have Xbox. I'm just like Xbox guy. Oh, but gotcha. obviously, I gotta get a fucking PS4 or some shit like real soon. <laughs> of course, yeah. Because because I'm a Sony guy, I don't do Xbox, so. Other yeah, for sure. And to have your your music in video games, being a gamer yourself, like is that like something like oh one one is a checks off your bucket list, so to speak? Yeah, like that's that's amazing for sure. Like like I gaming is a big influence on my music as well. Like I make a lot of trap beats and stuff, but a lot of my beats are named stuff from video games. Like I was like super into Tekken as a kid, like okay. World of Warcraft, Skyrim, like oh, wow. really all that shit. So I was like I'm 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 like a hard gamer. I don't game 
as much as a hard gamer would because right. I'm pretty fucking busy. But like, I'm super into the lore of Skyrim and like all that shit. So that's pretty cool. And Madden, you still playing Madden? Yeah, I play Madden like every day. <laughs> <laughs> how about that? Would you? How how cool would it be if you were to get your music onto Madden one of these days? That would be amazing. That would be amazing. And um, uh, yeah, I guess I can't say too much about it, but something like that is 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 coming up very soon. Oh, that's cool, man. Good for you, my friend. For sure, I, I appreciate that. So you were here in Toronto also, too. Shouts out to Sony. Perfect. Was, yes. Yeah. Shout out to Sony. Of course, I love Sony. But yep. you were here in uh, Toronto. What what happened? Like, what were you doing here? Was it something? Was it pleasure? Was it business? Um, it was business. It was it was um, it was pleasurable business. <laughs> I was there for two days or three days. Okay, and okay. we recorded. That was when um, I mentioned BT Zanta, who's from London, England. Oh, I okay. Met him in Toronto. Right, right. Um, so we were hanging out in a place called Orange Lounge Studio. All right. Shouts out to Orange Lounge. Um, super, super dope studio. So we recorded a couple of songs um, for Count Classy, or like mm-hmm. Count Classy recorded a couple of songs, I should say. Right. And so did BT Zanta. Um, so we were just literally working on some music for two days straight, um, hitting the dispensaries, hitting the <laughs> studio doing our thing it was also when the raptors were in the playoffs too so like the city was lit oh so that was a perfect time but you weren't here when they won you were here during just a run okay okay yeah it was a little earlier but like the the city was still lit it was like when people were looking for like uh they were looking for golden state (laughs) um like like trying to find their hotels and shit and doing fire alarms and at one of the airbnbs we were at um it was like I don't know if it was like a hotel or like condos or whatever, right, right. but someone pulled the fire alarm while we were there. So oh, we were chilling outside for a bit and like, it must've been because of the playoffs. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> of course, yeah, Torontonians, sure. that's how they are. So, so how'd you like it as yeah. a whole? Not business wise. Like, did you walk down the streets of Toronto? Did you go eat places? Did you see some shit? Um, no, I didn't really have time to do anything. We oh, just fuck. like ripped to Yorkdale mall real quick, which was pretty cool. Okay. Right did some shopping there and then like really the schedule was so busy we didn't have time to just like see what's popping in the city really but we did hit a dispensary i I forget what it was called but it's it's on queen street and queen street west yeah i think that's one of them where yeah there's one on queen and then there's one in like the yorkville area which is just really too expensive that's like the high posh end of toronto (laughs) but no fair enough so so how was the dispensary because i don't know if timmins has any but here in toronto we have a few now So how was the whole experience? Is it something? It was good. Was it overwhelming? Did you find? Did you think it was too much information? Were the prices legit? Like, um, I I wasn't really looking at the prices because I guess I was like on vacation type of thing or whatever. So I don't even know what I paid for what. Yeah, yeah. But (laughs) it was it was super professional. Plus, I was like. I just wanted to hit the dispensary. Like I, I had no, I had no idea what the prices were, but okay, I, right. they were probably okay because I don't remember thinking they were crazy. Right. Um, but I liked it. It was it was super professional, super professional. Um, there was like a long line too. Oh really? Because I went to one recently when I was in London, and it was pure empty. And maybe because London's a smaller town or whatnot, but I found that it was it was a lot again. Me being a smoker already, I already sort of knew what I wanted. But for someone who's never smoked and they go in there with all these different strains, all this di- different type of descriptions and smells and day weed versus night weed and percentages, THC, CBD, I could totally understand someone being shy about it and not wanting to go there. Because it's not like alcohol. You go there, you see a certain percentage, you taste it, you like it, you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sure. with weed, yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't know. Like I found it a bit too tedious. Like I would rather do something like that from the comfort of my own home and just have it delivered instead of going there and picking something out and seeing what they have. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. I, I, I guess that's like the job of the people that work there, like the, the weed baristas, I guess. Right. Kind of like <laughs> guide your experience. Like, hey, like what are you going to be doing when you're all stoned? Oh, are you going to be watching fucking Netflix? Like, we have a Netflix strain over here type of thing. Like, you know, they, that's true. they, they kind of know what you need, I guess. So I think even if you are a noob, like, those people there, like, 
kind of got your experience, you know? So I, I think that they do a good part in making people, like, not nervous. Well, you know what? I yeah, they're good. Not really selling. Yeah, they're very good in welcoming you. But like you said, the one I went to didn't really say, oh, they just said, oh, go look through this and see what you want and then order it. It wasn't like, oh, if you need something for this, if you need something for that, whatever, whatever. So that's why I'm saying from my own experience. So I guess maybe those in Toronto are a bit different. Yeah, yeah. You haven't gone to one in Toronto yet? No, man. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> no way. Like yeah, I said, I'd rather just order it online. Fuck it. Yeah, for sure. I, I get it delivered to my house as well. So you've ordered off the, the website then? I have, yeah. It's awesome. So how's that? Because I've heard mixed mixed experiences from a lot of people. I, I, I Everyone I've talked to, <laughs> they're not really into it for some reason. But See, I think, exactly. I don't know. I'm just like, whatever. I'm fucking comply with the government. <laughs> they're selling weed. Fuck it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why people don't like it. It's it's awesome. I like it. You can go on there. Like, I thought that when weed would be legal or that Canada or Ontario or Canada started, like, selling weed, right. I thought there'd be, like, one generic, like, cannabud, like, hybrid, and, like, it was all right, and it was, like, $10.50 a gram, and, like, that would be it. I didn't realize they'd have, like, fucking blue cheese and, like, White Widow <laughs> and, like, they really set it up. Like, yeah. <laughs> the government's not playing. Like, they got, like, they have a, a weed on there called Bodie McBoatface. Yes, I'm I've like, seen that one. This is wild. Yeah, I know. Just the names <laughs> they come up with. And now it makes you think how long the government was actually thinking of doing this for, right? Because you can't just yeah, bring this up out of nowhere. It's true. They got like different companies that grow on the website. Like everything's labeled. Like they they yeah. they set it up like fucking properly. No, they are. I, I'll give them that much. They are doing a good job that way. But I still think it's a little tad more expensive because if they want to really get rid of the black market, they they gotta drop the price a bit, or else it, it's gonna be like cigarettes. Yeah, fair enough. I I I just think that the tad more like the the little bit of price increase that there is like right. it makes up for it in the fact that like you can order one gram of blue cheese one gram of Bodie McBoat face right. one gram of That's blueberry fish I see what you're saying and it, it just comes in nice literal jars that you can just keep and yep. you, you can just order a gram at a time of the, the craziest weed that fucking Canada knows how to grow um, That's true. for like an extra like 10 bucks and it comes to your door, too. Yeah, and it's plus, also, so. you know you're not going to get ripped off because they weigh it right to the gram, and you know it's not going to be, yeah. like, moldy or... Oh, mind you, the first few shipments had a few mold, I heard, too, when, when it first started up, but recently I haven't heard anything wrong with getting anything delivered to your house, so I guess it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, like, it's it's wild. Like, you, you'll, you'll probably end up paying an extra, like ten dollars to maybe fifteen dollars probably yeah but as i said you get 15 different grams of different crazy weed and it's like yeah it's wild man and they have all kinds of other stuff they have accessories on there too yeah you could buy like pipes and stuff <laughs> that's it's, crazy it's wild what a world we live in eh <laughs> yeah, yeah like they just set it right up like it's <laughs> wild it's really crazy for me because like I'm 26, so, like, I obviously oh. remember, like, a time when weed was, like, just not a good look. Like, right. And now it's just straight legal, so it's, like, it's, it's kind of strange. Yeah, and I think it's getting more globally more recognized, not recognized, but more accepted in the world as well, not just here and in, I guess, certain parts of the States, right? So hopefully within a few years or at least a decade or so, worldwide will be more lenient and you could hopefully take it around on planes, like how you could bring alcohol when you go on vacation. Yeah, like uh, five years ago or when I was in high school, I never would have thought that you could get weed from the government. Like, that's, I, I never would have thought that would happen. Like, I just wouldn't even think about it. I know, right? Fuck. It's crazy. Right <laughs> to the door, no problem. So, what about, okay, you mentioned you went to Yorkdale. I'm curious now what your experience at Yorkdale is, because I fucking hate Yorkdale. But you are into fashion, and you are, like to dress up, and you're all always t to the nines, and you're always a nice, freshly dapper gentleman. So, <laughs> how was your experience at Yorkdale? Well, I definitely appreciate you saying that. And 
It was great. Like I'm, I'm from Timmins, right? So Yorkdale Mall was awesome. But I didn't realize everybody that I told that I went to Yorkdale right. on a Saturday afternoon was like, "Ew, are you serious?" Right. And so I realized it's like a thing. If you're like from Toronto, it's not cool. But I went there and it was dope. They okay. had so much fashion shit. They had like a Supreme pop up shop or a Supreme store, Supreme esque store. It okay, just okay. A Supreme store. They had a Dior pop-up shop. Um, it was crazy. Like, so, like, just racks of Louis belts. Like, I can't find a Louis belt in my city. Like, oh, it's just not happening. But, right. like, here, they're, they're just on racks. Like, <laughs> 50, 50 of them, you know? I know, we're spoiled. <laughs> yeah, like, I couldn't believe it. So, like, it was, it was, it was a great experience. I, I loved it. Is there, okay... Uh, the other day I went shopping too, and I don't know what mall I was at. I was one of these malls here in Toronto. It was probably like Sherway or something. That's that's a big mall in the Tobacco end. But yeah. I walked away, and I wanted a pair of Jordans, but I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to get them because they're too overly priced. And I'm like, they'll drop soon, whatever, whatever. And then I go back, and then I noticed they did drop, but they no longer had my size. So I was fucking super yeah. pissed. Is there anything that you've ever wanted to buy that that happened to? Like you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I got that, and you regret not buying? Um, no, <laughs> for me, if, for me, if it's that close, I'm, I'm just going to buy it. Seriously, you're so one of those. That I'm like, <laughs> you're just, I think you're just better off buying it. <laughs> and that goes for electronics and everything. Same shit. Cause there's even stuff like that too, where you're like, should I wait? Should I get it? And then you buy it. And then like a week later it goes on sale and you're like, what the fuck? And then you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I have, that's, I guess my anxiety. <laughs> Interestingly enough, for electronics, I wouldn't suggest doing it for some reason. Oh, okay. Um, but for some reason, for fashion, it just makes sense. If there's like some piece you want to, you like need it. Like you don't want to be out at the club and you're just like, ah, I feel like I'm missing something right now. Like for real, for real. So I just suggest doing it. The worst comes to worst. If if you really fucked up your finances, just return it the next day. If you have to. <laughs> And then you get the best of both worlds now that I think about it. You know what? That is a good thing. If if they have a good return policy and you're allowed to return it, why not buy it yeah. and then sleep on it? And then at least you know you have it. And when you wake up, if you want to return it, you return it. But then half the time, you fucking don't do it though, right? Yeah, for sure. Like I, I've, I've never done that before, but I would <laughs> if I had to. Like I don't see why not. If, if I was at a place and they had like a, a $1,200 belt, and uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never done that before just because I think it'd kind of be embarrassing. Especially in Toronto, she'd be like, yeah, okay, buddy. What are you talking I about? You should it. see how many people fucking return shit here in Toronto. It's fucking, that's why there's so many lineups at the cash register. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, I guess now that I think about it, it's way different in Toronto than like in Timmins. No one knows you. They don't care what you're doing. They've done like 30 Gucci belt returns already. <laughs> Yeah, no, fair enough. No one has no shame in this city. That's that's the thing you'll notice once you start <laughs> coming down here more often. You're gonna see that people have no fucking absolute shame. And I hate and okay, I don't know what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you waiting in, in like a line. Like maybe you wait a little bit extra or someone takes a little bit longer, right? Like nothing usually out of the ordinary happens. Yeah. So check um, Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I I would assume that like you said, everyone knows everyone in Timmins, it's not like it's gonna be people fucking taking their sweet ass time or fighting with each other. Right. Yeah. So once uh, I was at, I think I actually, I think it was Yorkdale to be honest. I can't remember, but anyways, another mall in Toronto, but I was in line with my wife and she was purchasing something. So we're just there waiting, waiting. And we got there when there was already a woman being served and she, something was going on. Like she was on her phone or something. So I don't know what was going on. I was like, Oh, maybe something happened. Maybe she's trying to get a receipt or something or because she looked kind of worried or something. So I don't know exactly what happened, right? So (laughs) this stupid-ass woman was on the phone trying to reach her daughter because her daughter was texting her and she wanted to talk to her daughter and literally was making everyone wait while she was having a conversation with her daughter. Interesting. So that type of shit doesn't happen in Timmins, does it? Oh, heck no. (laughs) It couldn't. Someone be like, what are you doing? Because you know what I mean? Because sometimes, even, even here in Toronto, there's 
people like like it's happened to me where I go pay with my credit card and it declines for some odd reason. Maybe it was fraud or maybe I don't have enough money for whatever reason it is. Right? It gets declined. <laughs> Maybe it's fraud. Maybe I don't have enough money. I don't know. Who knows? Like, I'm not going to judge people for whatever reason it is, right? So you called the bank. So that's what I thought was going on. I was like, oh, she looked worried or something. But it was, no, she just wanted to talk to her daughter and make everyone fucking wait. And I was like, come on, man. Seriously? It's like, what are you doing? And she was an older woman, too. Like, she was maybe, like, in her 50s or something. So it's not like she was, like, a younger person or a brat or something. So it's like, come on, man. You should know better. Yeah, she was definitely born and raised in Toronto. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh, I fucking love it. So he... it's so it's strange when I'm in Toronto just right. because there's so many people. Oh, and in Timmins, for every five people you pass, you know two of them. In Toronto, for every five k, I don't know any of them. So it's like <laughs> it's it's just weird because nobody. As weird as it sounds, nobody notices me. I'm like, yo, this place is weird. Right. You're like, kind of feeling in, like invisible in Toronto. Like, absolutely nobody cares what you have going on just nope. because there's so many people around. Like, right. nobody cares. Like, there's, there's, there's so much diversity yep. and, like, just, like, be, like, it's wild. Like, absolutely nobody cares what you're doing. Like, well, and especially where you were downtown, like that's where anything and everything happens and everyone who's down there has seen it all and they don't even fucking blink. Someone could get fucking shot right beside them. Someone could be having sex down the street. It wouldn't matter. People would just be going down their way and be like, all right, this is just a normal day in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess people are desensitized to it. Like, yeah, I like, exactly. almost like remember every homeless person I see. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, Shit. Isaiah, like this is crazy. Like it, yeah. it really affects me. You know, I'm just seeing other people just like straight faced walking down young streets with their airpods in just like banging it out and like yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely it's it's almost like culture shock even though it's only like eight hours away well it is culture shock well sure it, it's definitely strange coming from like the middle of nowhere and then i'm in like like rush hour like toronto <laughs> oh my and stuff. god oh my yeah. god do, do you see yourself being able to live in toronto no no <laughs> i like i'd be down for like a little bit like i'd like maybe cop an airbnb like i'm coming back in october nice and i'm just gonna grab which yeah i think i messaged you but yeah yeah um and i'm just gonna grab like an airbnb close to orange lounge like so close i can walk or just uber and just like go from there like i don't know I, I'm I'm ha- I'm glad when I come home from Toronto for sure, but I'm also glad when I go to Toronto. But after two or three days, I'm ready to get the fuck out. <laughs> See, I was born and raised here, so it's a bit different for me. For me, as long as I get away for a few weeks of the year, every so often, like go away somewhere on vacation or go somewhere where it's like nice and low brow, not a lot of people, I'm good. So I'm a, a sort yeah. of the opposite of you. Like I just need a couple of weeks out and I'm good. You just need a couple of weeks in and you're good. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Like, I'd, I'm looking to stay in Toronto for, like, four or five days tops. Like, nice. that's... Uh, I, I, I like smaller city vibes, I guess, which obviously isn't super productive <laughs> in the music industry, so I'm working on it, but... Right, right. I couldn't, I couldn't see myself staying in Toronto for, like, two months, you know? Unless I was just, like, I don't even know, in some suburban area that was like <laughs> Timmins, I guess, you know? Because that, that's kind of how it is in Toronto, like, my grandfather lives in Toronto, and you could just stay in your area for months without yep. ever going to like Yorkdale or oh yeah, um, or the Eaton Center. Like people aren't super into those places. Like a lot of people have their own their own corner store, like their own gas station type of deal. Yeah. Oh no, I know a lot of people like that. They have like their well, five, of course, you know, five or ten block radius, and that's all they stick to their whole lives, and that's pretty much it. It's like that's crazy, man. yeah. It's that's super interesting, and I kind of love Toronto for that. So now that I think about it, I could live in Toronto or like one of the like other cities. Like I don't even remember like Scarborough. Whatever. Yeah, you can live in the outskirts because um, there's a lot of outskirts where there's less people. You don't have to live right down in the core of Toronto, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, like we went to we went to my buddy, see my buddy's uncle um, when we were in Toronto. And in his neighborhood, they had, like, shrubbery growing on the street. Okay. And I was like, this neighborhood is so untouched from crime that they legitimately maintain and have shrubbery here. Like, I thought that was wild. If, if there was shrub growing downtown Toronto, 
Right. Someone would fucking stomp it out like before it had the chance to grow. Like, true. I, I couldn't believe. Well, and I, I I don't even know. I don't know if that's true, but I thought it was crazy to see the shrubbery growing in Toronto and like literal just plants growing on the street. Like, oh nice yeah, no. plants too. You'll get some nice parts of Toronto that have that shit too. Don't get me wrong. Like where it's nice and secluded. Like even if you go into the center, like you have High Park, you have Queens Park, you have all these different parks that we have in Toronto as well. But no, I know exactly what you mean. Like when you're literally downtown in the hustle and bustle and like the, they say the concrete jungle and then you see sort of like yeah. that nice plant life. You're like, what the fuck? How does it go from that to this literally within a five minute span, right? Yeah, it's just like untouched from the concrete jungle, although it's not that far away from it. It's, it's an interesting concept. <laughs> so you didn't get to try any of like our cuisine here because uh, Toronto's known for like the best in the world because we have all the different types of chefs from around the world and shit and we all melt, make it into one melting pot. Or if you want, you could have your certain just you have your Italian, you have your Portuguese, you have your Asian cuisines, you have all that shit. Did you try anything? Um... Trying to think back if I ate anything worth writing home about, and I, I really don't think so. No, just Shit. like Popeye's chicken and stuff. <laughs> oh, come on, man! You, you, you got to at least try some Portuguese chicken. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. It definitely takes. It, it would definitely take a while to kind of like. I didn't even get a shawarma, and that's usually like mandatory. So it was like, yeah, it was it was so busy. We didn't have time for that. But next time, I definitely want to make time. Um, to at least go to that like Chinese buffet where they have crab legs and shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's they're... mandatory. Yeah, well, yeah, called, like, of course. Yeah, something like that. No, you have but to. Yeah, well, Popeye's chicken is awesome. Well, <laughs> Popeye's chicken is Popeye's awesome. Chicken here, so. Well, it is awesome. But again, I grew up on, on Portuguese cuisine myself, so that's why I'm saying. But I, I just to warn you, if you do go try Portuguese chicken, and you go have it, please. Just don't worry about the customer service. You're not going to get any good yeah. customer service in a Portuguese restaurant, but you're going to get like the best food. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Fair enough. <coughs> good to know. Yeah, I always try and warn people that because people like always like, I, I don't understand like Portuguese people in a whole in general are fairly nice people. Like when you meet them in person and talk to them and get to know them, they're nice. But for some odd reason, when they, when we all work or something, there's something just about working that pisses us off. And no matter what type of job we have, it's like we're angry all the time. And it's like we're so, I don't even know how to say it, like barbaric. I guess that's the proper term to use. So you won't get any customer service. You won't get someone coming up to you asking you, oh, do you need something else? Do you need this? They're literally going to drop the menu on your lap, ask you what you want. They're going to look at you funny a few times, bring you your food. And that's about it. Fair enough. I'll stick to Popeye's. (laughs) I'm just kidding. <coughs> I'm definitely looking to uh, try out other stuff and and get more cultured. It's just when I'm there and things are rolling, I just had a big bowl. <laughs> By the way, I'm fucking freaking out. Nice. <coughs> um, when I get there, everything's moving so quick. I know. And to me, some of these fast food restaurants right. are super proprietary, like Taco oh, Bell yeah. and like... Um, uh, Taco Bell, and what was the other place I was talking about? Um, Popeyes? <laughs> Popeyes Chicken, yeah. Like, since I, I never go there, yeah. it's like, it's awesome. I see a Taco Bell, and I'm like, yo, pull in Taco Bell. No, I get you. That, that, again, that's under, again, we are spoiled here because we have everything literally at our fingertips. That's why. But it, I got a couple of stories that just came to the top of my head because I usually don't remember stories off the top of my head. So just to get a just of how it is to eat that Portuguese. And I'm Portuguese myself. And then... Here's the funny thing. My wife tells me, she's like, why don't you speak to them in Portuguese? Maybe they'll treat us better. So we tried the experiment of me speaking Portuguese. We got the exact same yeah. fucking treatment, so it makes no fucking difference. So here's one. We go, we, we, we went out, and it was actually a Portuguese buffet where they have seafood everywhere. You would actually enjoy this. They have like crab legs, they have lobster, they have cod, they have fish fillets, whatever type of fish you want or need they have. They also have some meat okay. and stuff like that, and it's like buffet style. So you just go grab your shit, whatever, right? So yeah. me and my wife went out to dinner with another couple. So come, and usually nowadays, when you, at least in Toronto, it's like this. When you see two different couples, again, you don't get good customer service. So I understand why I didn't ask. But usually restaurants will ask same bill or separate bills, right? Kind of makes sense. Yeah. So he didn't ask that. So right away, I'm like, oh, fuck. We got to tell <laughs> this guy before we ask for the bill. 
because again, it was simple. It was literally four plates of buffet, and I think we had a, a, one drink each. So it's not like it was rocket science. You could split it up, no problem. Yeah. So we tell the guy, and we're like, oh, c- can you split the bill, please? He's like, oh, okay, I'll be right back. So he takes the bill, he leaves. So I'm thinking he's going to come with two separate bills, right? Isn't that what you're thinking right now? Oh, of course. Okay, nope. He comes back, flips the bill the other way, and literally divides the bill in half and says, here you go. <laughs> like what do you mean like what does that even mean <laughs> right why is it in half because we asked for separate bills he thought that oh the, he want they want us to divide it in half for them it's like motherfucker i know how to divide in half i wanted you because my wife had wine i had like fucking i don't know a coke because i don't drink and then the other couple had like a beer and something else so obviously a beer and wine is different in price we're not going to just split it down the middle like it's not fair for whoever's drink is more expensive right so we asked that's why we wanted it separate and this guy just splits it down the middle it's like well that's not the fucking point we could have done that asshole it's like oh my (laughs) fuck so again this is what you get out of portuguese restaurant but this one's even better so <laughs> I don't remember someone's birthday. This actually happened a while ago. This is probably like 20 years ago now. So I was like literally in the heart where I guess they call, uh, I don't know, Portugal Square or whatever the fuck it's called. The little neighborhood that's in Toronto, that's all Portuguese people, right? And yeah. it was like a bar slash lounge type of area where you go watch sporting events and shit. And this was like way back in the day when there wasn't even HDTV yet. People still used to watch pay-per-view off viewer's choice and shit. So... People would go to the bar to watch like big fights and big sporting events, right? That was like a huge thing back in the day. I guess it still is now, but it was more back in the day. So I was there with a few people and we were watching something. I think it was actually World Cup was going on or something. And either Portugal or Brazil was playing, we're there. And we order all order food, whatever. And plus it was a Portuguese bar. So, and Portuguese people know how to make chicken, obviously. So we wanted Portuguese chicken wings. So me and my wife ordered Portuguese chicken wings. We had them. They were awesome, fantastic. But we didn't eat them all because it was, I don't know, it was too much for us. So we asked them if we could get uh, a container to take it to go. Nowadays, and now I understand why this happens. Nowadays, people bring you the container and you put your food in the container. Back then, they would take the plate and put it in the container and then they would just bring it in a plastic bag and then you take it home. So you wouldn't even see what the fuck they're doing. So God knows what the fucking people used to do with the food back in the day. And I worked in the kitchen before, so I know what people do in the kitchen. Just so people know. (laughs) It happens, people. I'm sorry. And um, so we get home. So we get home. We put the chicken wings. We put it in the fridge. And then the next day, after a hangover, what's what's best than eating cold pizza and chicken wings? You know what I mean? Those are my two favorite things. So we didn't have pizza. So we're going to eat chicken wings. Me and my wife opened yeah. the fucking container. You know what the fuck was inside that container? What? The chicken bones of what we already ate and no fresh chicken. Oh, nice. <laughs> Can you fucking believe that? That's wild. Oh, my God. This is what you get out of Portuguese. Re- and I could talk shit about Portuguese because, again, my parents are Portuguese. So I'm going to talk all the shit I want about them. So fuck yeah, all you fucking internet, internet trolls out there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's interesting. But the food well, is I awesome. I actually will go to a Portuguese restaurant the next time I come and see what's going on. <laughs> you should. And even if it's just for a laugh. And like I said, you know the food's going to be good. And now that I warned you, you won't get pissed. You'll be more like, holy fuck, Steve was right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's like when you go to like a free, um, um, like what's it called? Like all you can eat sushi or whatever. Right. But it's like once you eat a certain amount of sushi, they start judging you. So, right. or like you're like once your party starts eating a certain amount of sushi, <laughs> they start getting a little judgy. I know. And then you're just like, hey, like, uh, are those like other shrimp tempuras like still coming through or what? And I'm just like, um, uh, okay, cool. Like, I'll be right back. And then 15 minutes later, you're like, okay, cool. Like, I think they're telling us to like get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's really only happened to me one time when I was in college, but uh, okay. that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> See, again, that's the good thing about Toronto. When you go to like these big places, sort of like the Chinese buffets that we were talking about earlier, there's so many people, yeah. they don't fucking know how long you've been there. So you know what I mean? So no one gives you the, yeah. the cut eye or the evil eye. And plus, you're ordering because you're doing the buffet, but then if you're eating, you're also drinking. So you're you're making them yeah. money by just ordering their drinks, right? So they don't fucking give two shits. Yeah, this is true. Fuck. Really true. <laughs> so how did you get to Toronto? Did you drive? Did you take a plane? Uh, yeah, I drove. Uh, my buddy Fuck drove. Off. 
um, eight hours. Wow. It, it was too long. So next time I'm going to take a plane. Um, I was I was gonna fly last time. Okay. Like flying is relatively cheap with Porter. Um, oh okay. So yeah, going forward, I'm gonna fly. Um, my buddy came, so he kind of offered to drive. So we just drove, but. I've learned next time <laughs> and going forward that I'm going to fly. Eight hours. Did you guys do it straight? So did you do it straight or did you um, take yeah, pit stops? Oh, sure. fuck off, man. I would fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did you yeah. guys do on that eight hour fucking... I'm surprised you guys didn't fucking start choking each other, man. <laughs> well, it was a good time to definitely talk business and get prepared for the weekend ahead. Oh, so there you go. Was, oh, there that, I guess that so. was good. That makes yeah, sense. Sure. And plus, it will make sense you flying in with Porter because then you'll fly into the island and then it's right there to downtown, right? So it's instead of coming here all the way to Tobacco where the airport is, it, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, don't, um, I'm excited to get back down. Do you have any fears of flying? Are you, because uh, again, people know from listening to the show, I always bring up these fucking, again, I, I don't know if I'm trying to make myself more scared or trying to fix myself, but I always bring up these fucked up stories about flying. So I just want to know, are, is there anything that freaks you out about flying? Is there something you don't like in specific, or are you just all cool about it? Uh, I'm all cool about it. Okay, from start to finish, all right. Because to me, again, I don't know, I said it before and I'll say it again, I like the whole experience of flying. It's just something about it that, I don't know, it just doesn't seem natural, I guess. Maybe that's what my fear is. I don't know. Again, I keep trying to, maybe I'm just scared of flying as a whole. I don't know. But imagine this happening to you. So, you fly, whatever. Say you're one of these people that needs to like pop a pill to sleep or just to relax a bit. You know what I mean? So you pop a pill when you fly and then you fall asleep and you wake up when you get there sort of thing, right? Yeah. So there's this woman. <laughs> God bless this woman's soul because I, I probably would have had a heart attack or thought I was in some kind of movie or the Matrix or something. I don't know. So she she took an airplane ride. I don't know from who cares. From, I don't know. from She actually landed in Toronto. So she landed in Toronto uh-huh. and she came from somewhere else, obviously. But she wakes up to an empty plane and no one on the fucking plane and all the lights off and it's like pitch dark it's nighttime it's like three hours after they were supposed to land she has no idea what's going on she texted her friend but and when you're in trouble the first person or the first people you would call or text wouldn't it be like 911 if you think about it yeah you would try maybe or go online and see if the internet's working just in case. Maybe, who knows? You never know. Aliens or something or fucking some type of bomb drops. You never fucking know what's going on in this world nowadays. Fair enough. So she texted her friend. And here's the best part. She only had like 5%. So she was texting her friend yeah. back and forth. And her friend was trying to calm her down. And her friend said she called 911 for her and everything. And they're on her way. And then her fucking phone dies. Yeah. Before her friend could have told her. That 911 was on the way. So now she's even more freaked out. Now, now this, again, is going to go back to my dumbass. She should have been my dumbass of the week. I know it's not her fault, but who is the actual dumbass? The people who work for the airline? This chick? Her friend? Like, you know what I mean? Look look how many dumb people there are in the world for all, for this story to come together. I I actually seen that story and I thought oh, it was did you? fake news for some reason. Oh, fuck. Just because, like, like I just, like, seen it on Twitter or something. Okay, okay. And... Like, I just didn't, like, what airline would leave a passenger on there? Right. Like, I, I thought that was crazy. So, in my opinion, like, the only people that are stupid are the, like, the workers on the plane, I guess. Like, kind of, that's that's crazy, like, which airline did that? Like, be, <laughs> I wouldn't mind knowing. I know, and again, the way my mind thinks, because I always think of the worst, what if it was someone who was a terrorist trying to hijack a plane? How easy would it have been for him, for this person to just fucking take off with this plane now? Yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find it on Google. <laughs> you don't want to take that airline. Yeah. Watch, it's Porter. That's crazy. <laughs> woman left on the plane. Oh. Air Canada. Fuck off. No way. That's not cool, man. I actually like Air Canada. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess anything and everything could happen. Or just don't take sleeping pills when you fly, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. I guess that's what happened. Eh? She just got fucking knocked right out. They were probably like, well, man, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I don't 
Again, how many f- hands did this fall through? Like, aren't people supposed to check the plane? Aren't people supposed to clean the plane? Like, aren't there supposed to be other people who come on, like the maintenance crew, to check if everything's in order? Like, what the fuck? Why are these people not... Again, this is why maybe I'm fucking paranoid to fly nowadays. Because of all this human error. And I'm sorry if I'm making anyone else not wanting to fly, but fuck. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. Oh, well. It happens a lot less than it happens. Well, that's true, too. In the big scheme of things, it's just like how would they say there's a lot less plane crashes and planes going down compared to car crashes and any other type of crash with any other vehicle, right? Yeah. So I guess you take it with a grain of salt. And again... Is it really that bad? And now I'm going to get morbid here because I like to get morbid sometimes. Is it really that bad to die in a plane crash? At least it's maybe a, a minute to five minutes of hell, but then you're literally dead like that. You don't have to worry no more. Yeah, fair enough. Get yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never been, I've never been scared of planes for some reason. They've got snacks on there. And now, <laughs> like now, they have, they have drinks and stuff. It's a, it's a pretty nice experience. That's no, it fun. is. Don't get me wrong. I love the whole, like I said, the the experience. But I just don't like, I don't know. There's just something about, I guess it's the human factor to it. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe once robots take over and do everything for us, I'll be more at ease. <laughs> yeah, fair. Fair enough. <laughs> well, you know what? This is perfect timing. Let's just go into the dumbass of the week then. Since we were talking about a stupid person, let's go. Let's see if this person is either a dumbass or a smartass in our opinion. So, is this person in California? Yep. Driving along, cop stop him. Cop asks him for his registration. Doesn't have it. Cop asks him to get out of the car. This guy refuses to get out of the car and tells the officer, "Why are you making me get out of the car? I need a reason to get out of the car." What do you think this reason is that he doesn't want to get out of the car for? Do you have an um, idea? Well, if you had to guess. You said it was in Florida? Uh, California. Oh, California. Because um, he had weed on him. Well, yeah, he had drugs on him. But that's not the big one. The reason why the or cops stopped gun. him is because he had a license plate. But not a real California license plate. A fake California license plate that he created himself, free-handed, where you could see the lines are squiggly, and he misspelled California and spelled it Califas. Oh, jeez. And this guy's supposedly a drug dealer, makes a lot of money. Is this guy like the most stupid drug dealer, or the dumbest drug dealer, or the smartest drug dealer? What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not the smartest. (laughs) I, um... I don't. I don't like the sound of the craftsmanship on that license plate <laughs> at all. I don't at all. <laughs> Why would you? It's do- all in the details. You should have outsourced it and got a fucking clean job done. Oh my god! So he was arrested for possession of meth, having oh, a, a driver's license that's suspended, and he also had an active warrant <laughs> against him. For his arrest. Okay, well, I, I definitely understand why he didn't want to come out of the car then. <laughs> but again, how do, how, why? It goes back to stupid people doing stupid things, and because they're stupid, they think everyone else is stupid. In his mind, he probably thought, yeah, that looks good. I could get away with it. It's like, oh, man. Yep, it's all in the details. You know what? It's so true, my friend. <laughs> You could have probably ordered one online. Right? You just punch it in and it, it'll come right to your door probably. Or it even have, or get something from like a different state or something, make it a bit different. So at least if it's off by a bit, a cop won't be that suspicious. Yeah, like you should have at least consulted like a, a crooked, like, uh, what's that place called? Jiffy Lube employee or, or <laughs> right. like something. You yeah, know? yeah. Somebody who has some experience on it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that one. Definitely dumbass of the week. <laughs> Perfect. I think I think I'm on a roll now. Everyone's been a dumbass. No one's been a smartass. Yeah, for sure. Oh That's fuck! All right, my friend. What do you have coming up? Anything you want to promote? Plug where people could find you? Anything out in the future? Um, I I have a lot of things coming up. For some reason, I feel bad for saying when I was in Toronto, people were like you to Yorkdale Mall. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Shouts, 
Shouts out to Yorkdale Mall. I take that back. No one actually said ew about it, but you know what I'm saying. I say ew, um, and I'm from Toronto, so all good. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, as for projects, I got I got a ton of stuff coming out. I got a single coming out in, on August 1st, um, a mixtape coming out on August 10th. Um, it's all going to be distributed by Sony for sure. Nice. Um, Days Gone, that's out now. Um, what else do I got popping? Oh, yeah, the single on August 16th uh, with Count Classy, produced by me and Los. Um, and another single on January 1st, 2020, wow. also by Count Classy. And within the next five months, I'll be dropping numerous singles with BT Santa, probably 20 to 30. Um, so there's a ton of shit coming out. Keeping busy, as they say, right? Absolutely. Ocean Shore Management website just dropped. So that's yeah, plug rolling. your socials, man. Tell them where they could find you. Yes, on Twitter, at RubenXOcean, on Instagram, The Fashionable Prince. And my website is OceanshoreManagement.com. Nice. And for myself, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast DAP. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast DAP at gmail.com. Please go support the sponsors, BlackBeltCBDProducts.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST25 with a capital D. Get 25% off. Go to PoppyApparel.com. Use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. You'll get 10% off and go to firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20 and you'll get 20% off. And please go rate, subscribe, review. Apple Podcasts is probably the most important, but if, you don't, if, you're, on, if you're not on iOS and you've got other platforms that you listen to it, that's cool because I'm also on Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So whatever they have there for liking, for reviewing, do it, please. It helps a lot. It costs you nothing. It takes you two seconds. Next time you're fucking taking a shit, just do it. Think of me while you're taking a shit like that. Even if you don't like me, at least it's something that you're doing. And you're like, ah, that shit's for Steve. So that, that all helps out. So please go do all that. And that's about it. All good, my friend? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And shout out to that uh, CBD company. Yes. Cool, um, cool placement or whatever. No, of course. And CBD helps. I'm pure testament of it. I take it almost every day. And if it wasn't for CBD, uh, God knows that I would be stuttering left, right, and center. And my memory would be even worse than it is today. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, what's, that? what's the company's name? Black Belt CBD. Black Belt? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shouts out to Black Belt CBD. So on that note, he's Ruben. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace.